Hi and welcome to Mosaic Towers, Connecting in the Call Community, a funded project by Northern Volunteering. Thanks to my lovely partner of 25 years for participating in this podcast. I've asked him as he is 52 this year and just asked him a few questions about getting older because, you know, we live such a fast-paced life, raising families, going to work every day. We don't just sit there and talk about, you know, getting older. We seem to just let things happen and boom, one day time has passed. Something that was quite funny that he did say uh, when the mic was off was that um, he realised he was older when he saw an advert on TV saying seniors were 50 plus. So all the joys of um, of getting older is those gentle reminders that we are <laughs> through subliminal messages off the TV. Maybe that's why I don't watch television very often. Please do enjoy. Namaste. Hi, my name's Sharina. What is your name? Uh, Ashley. Now, Ashley is actually my partner in crime and fiancé of quite some time. And it's probably something, a topic that we don't often talk about as far as getting older and volunteering, even though I've volunteered now for quite some time in radio. As soon as I left school, I was, I was volunteering at schools and with migrants. But for Ashley himself, uh, hasn't volunteered a real lot, but had decided to do a little bit of volunteering. Ashley had actually volunteered with the Brossa Light Horse. So we might just uh, delve into that a little bit more and, and about getting older because we just live our lives and um, and we just get older day by day and we don't really think about it. And next minute, 20 years has passed. So um, hi, Ashley. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> good. Uh, we've picked up a stray cat who happens to be sitting on Ashley's lap as well. So that's kind of cute. Ashley, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, as you know, uh, all these years that we've been together, I'm um, 52 this year. Um, uh, I currently work at um, Wraith in Australia for the past almost 13 years. Um, lived in the same uh, house for the past 20 plus years. So, yeah, it's um, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Had you ever seen your mum or dad do any volunteering and what was it like, you know, seeing them get older? Mum, she volunteers, I think, just to pass the time. She's uh, out at Vinnie's, I think it is, and she she loves it. She um, has the camaraderie of the the women there. Dad, well, he sort of, he's with an FJ or early Holden club and he's been with them for for a while uh, because he's got two, two cars himself. Um, and he also joined with me at the Barossa Light Horse for a little while to support me and also to support the guys that, uh, that, that were in it. Tell me a little bit about your early life. Oh, um, well, Dad was in the Air Force, so we moved around a bit. So it wasn't really, um, I guess you would say, a, a normal sort of upbringing. You couldn't be uh, um, have too many friends because you don't know whether sort of Dad would come home and say, oh, we're moving to interstate but I guess uh, we were lucky in that once we hit um, high school um, the government thought it would be best if we stayed here but my upbringing is I guess is um, being living in Elizabeth I mean we live um, a couple of blocks away from where I grew up and not a lot's really changed but the the school that I went to that now our girls have gone to that's seen a lot of change but uh, yeah it's um growing up is, is um i guess 
so I'd say uneventful. But yeah, it was just the the fact that it's like Dad was in the Air Force and it was yeah we moved around a, a bit more than what I guess the average person, average family around here would have. Tell me about those early years at school. They weren't great. How has that impacted your life? Wow. Um, yeah, I guess like with with primary school, um, you know, being bullied and that type of thing, and then it, it, it followed on to high school. Uh, I guess it's like it, it did affect me in in I guess the confidence and being um, like an introvert. Well, you're the extrovert in the in the in the partnership. So it's yeah, it's um, I um, I've been fairly quiet, I guess, in in what I do, and so I'm I'm not the type of person who I would uh, blow the trumpet or anything like that. I just go under the radar or try and go under the radar. I don't. Um, I don't like being the centre of attention. So yeah, I. Um, I guess that effect on me has. I guess followed me through my entire life. Do you think that'll that'll impact you as you get older? Will you will you make more friends as you get older? Will you join different organisations that will connect you? Um, I, I guess it, I would say yes, it would affect me to a certain degree. Um, I, I guess like living with you um, has brought me out of my shell, I think, a lot more than what I would have if I was by myself. Um, yeah, um, I don't think the cat ones have two cents worth. But yeah, I, I, I think um, there will always be a part of me that sight will be the same as what I was as, as, a, as a child. But I think so with the help of um, like yourself and the girls bringing me out of out of that introversy in that to um, ask for things and so I speak up more and talk a little bit more. Friends like Tony, where he said he he was quite shy and now he's quite open and that sort of shows to me that sight it can be done it can you can break that that mold that that shell break out of that shell it's a lot of trust though isn't it yes yeah it's yeah you could say it's, it's sort of a trust issue really i mean you try and open up to people and so they can knock you down um yeah it's i guess i tried to do that as a, as a child growing up is to sort of open up and try and be friends but it's like you know kids it's just they use, can use it against you and, and uh, yeah, so it just trust is, is quite valued. How are you looking after your health? Oh, wow. Um, I guess after seeing um, my dad going through prostate cancer and, and uh, other ailments, it's, uh, it sort of shines a light on, yeah, I'm not getting any younger and I'm at an age where so I do have to look after myself. So every little uh, creak and... Uh, headache and that yes yeah, so obviously it's, it's you've got to look at it more deeply than what I did say 20 30 years ago so yeah um, it I have to look after myself tell me a little bit more about the Barossa light horse why did you join them and also why did you leave the story behind that was um, when I was working at uh, Felix though on the AWD program there was a uh, minutes from a meeting that was printed up on the printer and it was for the Barossa light horse I thought, oh wow! I was told by um, a relative, uh, my auntie actually, um, when she was looking into our family history, that she said that some of our some of our relatives uh, were in the light horse. I thought, wow, that that'd be interesting to sort of get to know and uh, see what it's about. So I found the owner of the um, the minutes, 
and we sat down and started talking and we seemed to have that the military liking of military well he's ex-navy in in common so it's like it uh, started from that and I thought I, I had so many ideas on my head to um, to put into I guess the light horse and the fact is like my eyesight being colorblind and, and that so I, I wasn't able to serve like to follow my father into the raft so I thought well, the next best thing is to join a reenactment group and um, try and keep that memory alive um, so uh, that went on and I've met some incredible people the thought of um, veterans coming up to, to to me and saying thank you for what, what we were doing in actual fact we were thanking them for their sacrifice and what they went through so that went on for a little four years five years I can't remember now but it come to a point where it's like um, Sav her football was starting to, to ramp up and uh, that on a Sunday and um, so unfortunately something had to give and uh, I um, left the light horse so I can be there for Sav and to support her with her, with her football. Savannah being our daughter and the cat uh, is digging his claws in. <laughs> Tell me, um, you're quite tech savvy, you do that for work. Your parents aren't. Um, as much, I should say, they're probably better than my mum. Um, explain how it might be difficult for some people to to learn new technology. What kind of things do your mum and dad go through or ask you for help with? I think with um, my parents and obviously your mum, it's just the technology is turned over so quickly. It's just uh, hard to keep up and it's like it's hard to keep, for us to keep up, I guess, um, trying to keep ahead of the game. Um, but with what my parents ask me is generally like um, how do I connect the computer to the to their Wi-Fi at home or how to uh, set up their mobile or their smartphones how to connect their smartphones to their GPS in the car and it's just those little things I guess what we think is very simple but to them it's quite in depth and quite um, quite tech um, so yeah it's um, to me it's little things but to them it's it's actually quite quite um, quite big. I think the 70s babies have got it good because we were kind of born in an era where, you know, we had the, the coolio of of having uh, no internet and just doing things and going out and doing silly things before the internet. But now we've thought we're also a little bit more tech savvy because those things are there and we know how to use them. Mm-hmm. Yet our kids and other people's kids could like to like know how to use them better. Tell me... Is there anything in life yet uh, that you want to try or you want to learn that maybe you haven't? I think like yourself, it's like to learn another language. I think that would that'd be nice. I mean, I know that it's like you, you were uh, getting into Japanese and I've always thought Japanese would be a really cool um, language to learn. But then it's like I look over your shoulder and think, oh, wow, that's a bit bit on the hard side. But, I mean, a challenge is, uh, is you know, help helps the brain and that but um i guess that was probably the main thing i would like to do i like to be a bit more diy because you know how i ha- i love diy and <laughs> not but uh yeah i think um those type of things i think it's like money diy i think to help around the house and sort of um to learn a new skill something a lot like that it's funny interviewing you maybe joining a men's shed oh well, yeah men's shed <laughs> um a, f- a friend of mine from uh, AWD, um, he he goes to a men's shed. He says they don't fix too too much. They just talk talk a lot. So um, yeah, maybe joining a men's shed. Yeah. What concerns you about getting older? I guess it's um, how 
not where I'm going, but where I've been. Um, it's we tell the um, girls that um, like school's just a drop in the ocean, so it'll be over before you know it. And I thought that as well, but now it's like that's I'm 50 in my 50s now, and um, it, that just went in the, in the blink of an eye. Like our relationship is sort of gone in the blink of an eye and it's um yeah it's um but the proximity of getting old i think is i guess we we all go through that yeah it's just um something we all got to do i'm just looking at people walking past and thought they were perfect interviews <laughs> i feel like jumping them <laughs> no uh just tell me one last question that um that i have is you know how do you stay grounded what keeps you happy what keeps you motivated um I have to say, and you probably like smirk at it, but I think um, family. I mean, you and the girls—they um, keep me. You keep me grounded. You keep me um, proud, uh, happy, sad, um, all the gambits of um, of emotion. Yeah, just watching the girls grow. I guess they they keep me young. Watching them do what they do and helping them out when they need to be, uh, when they want help. But yeah, it's. Um, I don't think I um, uh, live up in the clouds. I think I'm. So, you know, I'm. I'm grateful for what I've got and um, the family I've got. I mean, we've all. Ha- uh, we all have the ups and downs of a family life. But that's yeah. I'm. I'm happy and grounded for that. Do you have any advice for those who, who want to do one last thing? You know, um, for those who want to maybe try something new or who are a little bit introverted, maybe like yourself. What will you do? Ooh. I mean, at the moment, I'm um, looking at um, Simon Sinek. Uh, I look at uh, his his uh, way of going about things, like finding out the why in life. I guess, and he's an introvert, and just learning from people like him to how he's become successful and how he gets through life. In that, um, you know, you, you marry an extrovert, and it's like you know you're the extrovert here. So yeah, it's um, yeah to get through um, things like that. It's it takes um, courage, and I think I I take a lot of I take my hat off and look at you in how you go about things i mean so it's saying hello to people in the street it just that blows me away um i've always said you're the pie piper of children uh, you just you can you can talk to anyone and i think that's to me i'm i'm proud to be a part of that and also to look, look up to you on how you do things like that yeah oh i'll send you the check later <laughs> oh dear me shucks um and i guess a, a last point that i'd like to add is um uh, like our friend Tony Goodwin would say, um, the answer's always no until you ask. So um, there's no time like the present. So just um, it's easy for me to say, but sometimes just getting out there and uh, your only growth happens outside of your comfort zone. And it's a piece of advice that I'll always take with me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, if you want to get ahead in life and not be stuck in a, a box or whatever, it's just you've got to get out there. You've got to um, experience things. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. That's how you learn new things. Um, I mean, Tony would always say that, you know, uh, you make new brain connections and stuff like that. By doing new stuff and getting out of your comfort zone, um, you know, it might be hard in the beginning, but then it gets easier as it goes along. So, um, yeah, um, I guess that's another thing I'm grateful for is for people like Tony and yourself that always look at the positive side and so the advice that like you give is, is always um, welcomed. It's I like receiving it. It's um, good to have that support. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks for your time. Pleasure. Thank you.